the United States Champion of Justice. Fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Good afternoon, Chicago land. Welcome to the Darian America Show. If you'd like to be a part of today's show, today's programming, please give me a call at 877-711-5611. This is the Darian America Show. I am fired up, man. Trying to keep this energy high. You know, I'm a karaoke DJ and the karaoke life, man. <laughs> I swear, it's It's hilarious. But I get so much joy in watching people pretend to be celebrities because they swear that they are celebrities in their own mind. They walk in the door. They flip their hair. They brush their shoulders off. They, man, what's up, D. Silk? Is it my turn yet? I'm like, dude, it's 1245. I've been here since nine. Come on, man. I get it every week, though. So no sense in complaining about it because it's not going to stop. People don't like to wait. One of my favorite TV shows, Supernatural. I love that show, man. It's going off the air. They've moved the time. I probably didn't miss the last few episodes. But there's an episode where uh, the, the demon Crowley, he redoes hell. Somehow Lucifer, you know, he's locked in a cage in, in their version of hell. And when he redoes hell, his version of it is making people stand in line. All those souls are just standing in line, and it's millions upon millions. And then... Angel Castiel asked him, he said, well, what happens when they get to the front? <laughs> he said, they go back to the end and they start over. That is a good version of hell. It's torture. That is torture, man. Nobody wants to wait in line. It's, it's like bone breaking, painstaking to wait in line. Nobody wants to do it. And if they can jump the line, and then when they jump the line, they feel good about doing it. So what do they do? They do it again. D-Silk, man, can't you squeeze me in? Come on, D-Silk, can't you? Well, instead of bothering poor D-Silk, because I'm the only one outside of the bartender that's actually working, why don't you find the person who's next and ask them? You know, why don't you slip them a $10, $10 bill or something? Hey, man, you mind if I go in front of you? No, they're not going to do that. And then I tip your DJ at the end of the night or something. Tip your DJ. I'm doing all this extra work for you. I have to find all these songs that you want. Because nobody well, nobody looks at the book. The book is just there as a prop at this point because nobody looks at it. And honestly, I have like hundreds of thousands of songs, way more than what I put in the book. I mean, I don't want to type it anymore. My hands are tired. Don't feel like it. So eh, I digress. I'm, I'm not going to complain about karaoke because it's been feeding me and my family for about 10 years now. So, so let's get to it. Something else I wanted to complain about. Get a good look at it. Let me turn to my little Facebook camera. Let me see. I got the camera up there. This beard is going bye-bye. I did this big campaign about it. You know, what you think? D-Silk with the goatee with the beard. I hate all this hair on my face. It sucks. I look like a Neanderthal, man. And it itch. It is no, this don't feel good. This ain't fun. You know, people, you think because jolly old St. Nick let his whiskers grow, you know, grow down his chest. He's loving it. That's him. When you see guys walking around today and they got those giant beards that I knew it was time for mine to go because I started to get stuff in it. <laughs> I'm trying to eat and I'm getting crumbs in this thing. 
And it is dreadful. It is awful, and it's going goodbye. So get a good look at it, y'all. I'm posing for my Facebook fans. I'm pointing at the camera, pointing at my, my fans on my, my phone that I have when I go live. It's going bye-bye. So I tried it. It's not me. I revisited another 10 years. <laughs> All right, y'all, so let's get to it. Rod Blagojevich has his law license stripped. Wow. Blago, not only did he go to jail for almost committing a crime, he got his law license stripped because, let me let me read what they said. It's, it's a, yeah. Because he has not acknowledged any wrongful conduct or expressed remorse, he has engaged in a pattern of dishonest and deceptive conduct, according to WGN. They gave him the credit for this. Man. So he was going to sell the seat. You know, he almost like when a guy, you know, he he get a number from a girl at the bar. And then when the girlfriend or the wife, she finds the number in his pocket. I was going to cheat. I almost cheated, but I, I didn't do it. Well, technically, he didn't do it. <laughs> he did not sell the Senate seat. He was going to sell it. So now they're stripping his law practice powers from him because he's dishonest and deceptive. And that's not what lawyers do. <laughs> of course, no, lawyers aren't deceptive. No, they always tell the truth. I mean, they're lawyers. Uh, well, <laughs> my point for even speaking on this, and, and all my lawyers, please don't take offense, Darren. You know, if you want to send hate mail to Darian America, it's Darian America at Hotmail. <laughs> but... I love, you know, hey, somebody has to do it. I love my lawyers. And and when I need one, they pricey. You know, and of course there are ways to go around the price, but they are pricey. But my purpose for even talking about this. So Blagojevich gets out of jail. He does eight years of a 14-year sentence. And now he can't practice law. So my question is, is he going to be able to support his family now that he's out? How long do you think Blagojevich is going to take before he's back rolling in millions. Well, I have a thought with that. Even if he can't practice law, and the reason he says he, honestly, he doesn't want to practice law because he says he hasn't done it since 1995 and he doesn't want to, you know, put the wheels back on that cart and he gets out there trying to practice and he may let somebody down, he may hurt somebody, you know, as, as opposed to being helpful to them and getting them out of their law case. But I thought about it. Blagojevich is not going to struggle for money. Somebody's going to hire him. In some facet, he's going to get rehired. You know, there were talks, there were talks, of him doing a TV show, him being a show host. He could. He could go to MSNBC if he wants to do a political show. I think Blagojevich could take over for Maury Povich. <laughs> he could take over for Jerry Springer. but. I just sat back and I thought, I said, man, this guy does eight years in jail and he's going to get out and he's going to be successful. He's going to pick up some jobs. He's going to make some money. Well, <laughs> here's a radio show host who has never been to jail outside a holding cell. I've been in a holding cell a couple of times. I, I ain't going to make Blagojevich money ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> I probably, you know what? That's that's not wishful thinking. I mean, maybe one day my star will shine bright. You know, hey, Bill Gates could buy WCGO and put some money, money into it. So, I guess I might. It's still a shot. It's still a chance. But I won't hold my breath. So it just goes to show you that I don't know. The rich still get richer. <laughs> Blagojevich is going to be fine, and I poke fun at him. But I liked Blagojevich as a as a governor. I did. I mean, till he went on that cursing rampage and tried to sell that seat. But he had given free rides to seniors. You know, the seniors of Illinois, they could jump on public transportation for free. And I definitely appreciated that because my mother could just jump on a bus if she felt like it. Well, this is Chicago's bus system. <laughs> and I probably could think of better ways to transport my mother around the city, but she had the option. And I wasn't mad at that. That was pretty that was pretty nice. You know, I think that's something that the governor should bring back in. Bring it back, man. Let the seniors jump on. And do some things. Seniors need to get around too. I'm going to be a senior one day. Well, outside of my name. <laughs> I'm going to be an old man. And I've been driving since I was 17. I hate driving now. So what if I just want to jump on the bus and ride up the street? I mean, you got to wait for it, of course. Again, people hate to wait. <laughs> but I thought that was cool that Bogoyevich did that for the seniors while he was in office. I mean, I'm not about to run down his list of accolades because his list of accolades, the one accolade he did not do was fill that seat. And that's why his tail went to prison. Hmm. So, we are coming up on a break. And I do want to touch on this, too, before we go into the state of what we're covering today. What's up with the coronavirus, y'all? I mean, I'm definitely going to get back into this because I want to read a couple of things about it. But did you all see the senators? They were giving each other dap. <laughs> now, the fist bump. I mean, I'll, give, I'll deal with that. I like the fist bump. I actually like it. It's not so much that I'm not trying to shake your hand or trying to touch you or whatever. It is what it is. But they were giving each other the elbow, you know. The, the, they look like the Bash Brothers from Oakland back in the day. The forearm smash. Hilarious, man. I think the coronavirus is doing a little bit much, and we're doing a little bit much to do with it. So come back, y'all. 877-711-5611 if you'd like to join it's the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Let's go. Welcome back, y'all, to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590, Simulcast 95.9 FM. So we getting into it, man. Oh, man, I love that bumper song. That artist, he's incredible. He has such talent. So incredible. <laughs> All right, y'all. So I started talking about the coronavirus a little bit. And what made me bring that up, the media, and I'm a part of the media, but the media is what it is. If they say it, we take it like little lemmings, little lab rats. We just agree with whatever they say. And what made me think about it hardcore was, so I go into my Thursday night location. You know me. I mean, I dap everybody. I hug everybody. I'm like Mr. Congeniality. Nicest dude in the world. So I go to dap one of my guys. Well, he's not my guy. He's actually, we're going to call him the big dog. He's the big dog of the building. And when I went to dap him and I went to show him all this love, he was like, whoa, hey, coronavirus, and gave me the elbow. I was like, wow, really? 
I, I ain't been to China. <laughs> um, I ain't been nowhere but in your punk butt club every Thursday night. <laughs> you, you couldn't dap me, bruh? You, you think I, I got the coronavirus? <laughs> I was partially offended at that. Like, I'm dirty or something. I'm infection-filled. I mean, I know I have an infectious personality, but I, I got the coronavirus. <laughs> and let's be honest, and I'm going to throw this out there to the Americanites, my public. Would you know what the symptoms of the coronavirus were? I'm asking. As a matter of fact, if you know the symptoms of the coronavirus, call me right now at 877-711-5611 or chime in on my Facebook feed. What are the symptoms of the coronavirus? Do you know if you have the coronavirus? I want to read these off, and I'm going to read these off. I'm going to wait a little bit in case somebody decides to uh, dial in. But this is the most asinine thing. And if people are dying from this, my first mind frame, my first thought process is it that somebody is releasing these viruses amongst, amongst humanity? Are you giving your people the coronavirus? Because, and this has been going around Facebook too. I've gotten this thing in my inbox so much. And I want to touch the inbox too. I, ugh, I hate the inbox. <laughs> but... Coronavirus is listed as one of the viruses on the back of the Lysol spray can that it it will cure, it will take care of, it will and it will it will block it. So, coronavirus ain't new. It's obviously been around, and I'm a little bit disappointed because it's named after one of my favorite beers. So now people are worried about coronavirus, and you got people doing the stuff. Stupidest stuff. We had some guys, the, some senators, they threw this out there too. You know, you might want to kick each other's shoes to greet. <laughs> so we all finna walk around doing a kid and play kickstep. Yeah, we finna all walk around. Hola, hola, hey. And we doing the kid and play kickstep so that we don't transmit the coronavirus. It tells you, wash your hands for 20 seconds. You should be able to sing happy birthday twice over as you're washing your hands so you know your hands are completely washed. How, how, how long you been washing your hands? I mean, you learned it as a child, you know. And I understand kids will run out the bathroom and not, you know, the kids, they, they're in a hurry. They're always in a hurry. Kids run around all day long. They just take off running down the street. <laughs> if you saw me running down the street, you're going to look for what's behind me, right? If I just take off running out of the blue, kids can do that. but. We've been washing our hands for a long time. And I totally think that if you're not washing your hands and you're denying yourself the opportunity to get your hands clean after you've visited the receptacle, you're denying yourself one of the liberties of life. <laughs> so we got somebody chiming in on my Facebook. Shayna, yeah, you're absolutely right. Coughing, sneezing, fever, and dizziness. Those are the symptoms of the coronavirus. Coughing, sneezing, fever, dizziness. That, that sounds like an allergy attack to me. <laughs> it sounds so random. I mean, people are coughing all the time. We're sneezing all the time. 
the dizziness is new, but it happens. Sometimes when I'm taping my cords down and I lift up real fast, I get dizzy. Yeah, fever. That's different. But these symptoms don't sound like anything other than like the flu. Could be. So we're going through all these different changes to try to prevent each other from passing the coronavirus. Look, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm a few credits short of my medical degree. (laughs) But don't be ridiculous. You know, if you choose not to shake hands with somebody, just don't do it and and make that be your thing. I mean, we got germaphobes all over the place. Howie Mandel is probably the most famous germaphobe that I can think of. You don't want to touch? Okay, don't touch. But I bet you if that woman came up to you and said the right thing, yeah, you see where I'm going. Do condoms prevent the coronavirus? <laughs> they barely prevent the viruses they're supposed to prevent. So, I mean, if they bust or, you know, I'm, it's Saturday afternoon. I'm going a little bit too too far out in the left field. But that just, it, it really, like, tickled me that this guy didn't shake my hand because of coronavirus. I'm like, you ain't want to shake my hand nowhere. You don't mess with old D-Silk. You don't want to talk to me anyway. But I'm going to continue to do me, and I'm going to continue to offer my love, and I will hug, I will shake hands. You know, if you want to do the kid and play kickstep, that's fine. You know, if you want to do the Bash Brothers, okay, that's fine too. Just stop being stupid. You know, these viruses have been around for years, and I honestly think that they are manufactured somewhere because, man, did did. Did Moses have a coronavirus? <laughs> I mean, Abraham lived for, what, 175 years? And don't quote me because I'm not a Bible expert, but people used to live a long time back in the days of the Bible when san- sanitary situations weren't the best. <laughs> I mean, of course, we all, the Bible is one of the greatest books. I still say that, and it's got some of the best stories in there, but I don't think everything in there is completely accurate. But I don't think they was doing a kid-and-play kickstep over the coronavirus. <laughs> so, all right, y'all. The Facebook inbox. I wanted to touch on that real quick before we go into um, the state of what I'm covering today. Have some etiquette, y'all. Have some decency. <laughs> I ain't even talking about all the eggplant and kitty cat pictures that float around. That, hey, only one can judge you. I don't have anything to do with that. I got an inbox message this morning, and it really bothered me. So... In case you all know my lifestyle, I'm a karaoke DJ. I'm up all night. You know, I get home late and then I have to turn around because I'm, man, I'm serious about this show. I come here an hour early to prep. I go through, I do my research. You know, I kind of rehearse a little bit. And so I'm, I'm committed to this. This, man, I get up for this. This is what I do. I eat radio. So I got a request from somebody this morning and they said, (laughs) number one, you're going to say anything to me in the morning. It better start with a good morning. I hate mornings. (laughs) I shouldn't say I hate them. I'm just, I'm up late. And I don't sleep well. I hate sleeping. I always say I sleep when I'm dead. And people, stop saying that. Well, it's true. I'm going to sleep a long time. (laughs) And then some. But this person asked me to find a copy of a song by Anthony Hamilton. Now, I'm a karaoke DJ, so I'm like, Are you going to sing it at karaoke? Now, let me give you a little bit of background. I've never met this person before. 
you know, I got almost 5,000 friends. I could have the 5,000, but I leave a lot of space open because I don't know these people. Some of these people just, you know, but I'm a businessman. So maybe they want to connect because of my DJ and because of my karaoke and because of my hosting, you know, those things. This woman asked me to find this copy of Anthony Hamilton. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, and then she told me all the efforts that she went through. And I'm like, okay. But I didn't respond back quick enough. You send me this message at six in the morning. I just barely went to bed because I was having trouble resting yesterday. I mean, for whatever reason, the sleep gods wasn't working on my favor. So then she sends me this dismissive message, like, right before I wake up. Okay, well, you be good. Stay blessed, brother. Go on here, black man. You be strong. <laughs> Which is basically a, a passive-aggressive way of saying, screw you, you didn't find my song. You didn't even look for it. You just ignored my message. I felt a certain type of way about that. I don't know you from Eve. And if you're going to request that somebody does something for you, if that's the, the angle that you're going, especially when you don't know them, I would assume that you're pitching a business opportunity. What kind of accommodations or, <laughs> look, it is what it is. Are you going to pay me for my time? I don't have a lot of time. I am one of the busiest people in the world. I work two jobs. I get one off day. And during my off day, that's when my family usually reach out and I got to take care of them. It's been crazy. I just got furniture into my apartment. But trying to find the furniture, I can't even go and shop for it. It's, it's, I'm busy. But you're going to get passive aggressive in my inbox, and I don't know you from Eve requested that I find a song. Hey, tell you what, this is free information. If you wanted to find that song that bad and it's not available, how about you reach out to some musicians and ask them, can you all recreate this song? I don't even know what she's using the song for. I mean, hell, call Anthony Hamilton. <laughs> Why are you bothering me at six in the morning and I'm trying to maintain and make it? You want to bother me for some song and then get pro-black because I didn't respond back. Look, I'm as pro-black as the next person, but I'm not rude. And if you want to come at me like that, you take your pro-black, turn it sideways and stick it straight up. Yeah. Yeah, I've been it. I ran it. <laughs> Now, let me get back to being my cool self. You know, D-Silk don't play those games. Man, but have some inbox etiquette, man. Stop bothering people. If you don't know them, you know, reach out, ask if they can help. And if you need me for some of my services, whether it be to try to find a song, then you, you pay me for that. I, I don't know, man. People got a lot of nerve. <laughs> what state are we covering today, y'all? When we come back, we will discuss it all. And we're going to have some fun today. I'm trying to stay on the positive side. Daring America, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. Call in. Let's go. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from noon to 1 central on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 AM and 95.9 FM in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at facebook.com slash WCGO Radio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, 
please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. Welcome back to the Darian America Show, y'all. We're getting back to it. Oh, that was the perfect song to come back with, man. Ooh, I want to thank you, Heavenly Father. Yeah, let that bump a couple seconds, Drew. My man Drew Brees, the cool breeze on the ones and twos, man. That, that is a good song to, to, like, that's one of those songs that just hit my spirit. Every time I hear it, no matter where I'm at, Alicia Myers, man, sang that song. I want to thank you, Heavenly Father, for shining your light on me. Because I know I walk around in a lot of darkness, and I be needing that light sometimes. Let the church say amen. Why do people get mad when people sing uh, gospel songs at karaoke, as a matter of fact? Somebody did that last night, and the whole bar got offended. It was Yolanda Adams. It's like, the song's still hot. I mean, the people may not do it justice, and, you know, what you mad for getting a little bit of religion up in you, even though you taking in spirits? <laughs> pray for me anytime. I do not I'm not mad at you. You can pray for me. Man, pray for me at a... a I can't say that. Bullfight. You shouldn't be killing the bull. <laughs> All right. So what state are we covering today, y'all? We are covering the state of spring. Yes. I chose I chose the uh, season to start because, man, winter has been rough. Winter always is rough. And it's almost gone. But y'all know we got to spring the clocks forward. That's right. The clock spring forward tomorrow at 2 a.m. And I thought about it. Like, why do, Whose brilliant idea was it to make the clock spring forward at 2 a.m.? Well, I'll tell you. Timeanddate.com. They talked about daylight savings time. Now, the purpose behind daylight savings time was to allow you to have more of the day to enjoy it, more of the day to get things done. And actually, Canada kicked it off. Ah, good neighbors to the north, eh? You had other things to do, so you wanted more time to do things, eh? <laughs> My Canadian accent sucks. but So they kicked it off July 1st, 1908, in Port Arthur, Ontario, which is, called, which is known by today's standards as the Thunder Bay. Yeah, so the Canadians, they thought it was a good idea. And actually, it went back further than the Canadians, but they were the ones who were first on record for doing it. And then for it to go global, <laughs> our good friends, the Germans. Now, I don't want to offend no German people that's listening. I, hey, I love everybody. But this was during a time of World War I where they needed to have more time to do their, their movements on the armies that they were fighting. So they pushed their clocks back. They pushed them forward an hour to get the jump on that. The early bird gets the worm. Well, that was in 1916, actually. And then that's when, you know, once Germany did it, then, of course, everybody kind of fell in the suit. Today, there are 70 countries worldwide, and it affects over 1 billion people every day that still do daylight savings time. But did you know there are places where they don't do it? You know, I like poking fun at people. Our buddies over in Indiana, some of them still don't mess with daylight savings time. They say, forget you guys. I'm going to do my time when I feel like doing my time. <laughs> they want to grow all that corn. Yeah. One of my buddies say, well, that's what that's why they're called Hoosiers. I don't know what that means. I don't what is a Hoosier? I don't know. I really don't care to know. And I'm not gonna jab at Indiana too much because sometimes I like to creep across the border to get my gas a little cheaper. Well, right today it really don't matter because you know, back in the day, you go to Indiana to get some gas. It may be 99 cents in Chicago, 
But you go to Indiana, it's like 78, 67. And the further Indiana you drive, the cheaper the gas gets. So, yeah, man. Springtime. The one thing that pops into my head when we talk spring, spring cleaning. And I'm going to say this again. Don't forget to, you're going to set your clocks forward tomorrow at 2 a.m. So, of course, us in the service industry, if we work in the clubs, I hate working during those nights because, of course, you see the clock spring forward, but that don't mean they letting you out early. Mm-mm. If you if the club closed at 3, you're getting out at 4. But spring cleaning. <laughs> They, this is when you're supposed to do your deep clean. You know, do your deep clean. You got to go through and clean deep. Spring cleaning. Mm-mm. Why you got to clean so deeply, man? <laughs> Did you, like, not clean up during the winter months? Now, granted, I know you got a lot of stuff going on, and you're trying to get in the house, and you got to kick that snow off your boots, and you're taking your snow off, you know, your shoes off at the door, and you don't want to walk the track the snow in. But why why your house is is that dirty where it needs a deep clean because it's spring? No, man. You got to clean that crib often. And if you decide to take a moment... Now, I will say it is a good idea to put your winter clothes away. But this Chicago, you're probably going to need winter clothes up until like mid to late April, early May, possibly June. People calling me during my show. That's so disrespectful. <laughs> the fact that I acknowledged it. Um, yeah, but it's a good idea to put your winter clothes away. You know, I don't want to see if I see them little stinky Ugg boots in the summertime. Mm, I don't like and for the record, Ugg boots are for women. Yeah, I said it. Ugg boots are for ladies. That's a boot designed specifically for them. Now, I know the Air Jordans can be designed for both sexes. I get it. But sometimes you just got to let it be what it is. Let the ladies wear the Ugg boots. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. I think you should start putting those winter clothes away. I mean, you know, I, I made my first big purchase in a long time a few months ago. I got me a fur coat. Yeah, got me a fur coat. You're not going to see me walking around in this fur in June. And I've seen people do that. That's just That's just wrong. But put your winter clothes up, man. Start pulling out your your summer stuff and take your time with it. You don't have to bring it out right away. Once it starts to come to you, you know, you you can gradually go into it. Now, I will say, now, the car, that may need a deep deep cleaning. I know my truck, man. I I didn't just totally misuse my truck and abuse my truck, and it needs to be done. But these are the times when... The good shows come back too. I mean, I've been I've been waiting on Empire. I'm not gonna lie. I've been waiting on Empire to come back. You know, my man 50, he did his thing on Power, and you know, Power and Empire had these back and forth. But this is where some of the good shows started to come back. You know, Supernatural will be coming back. This is the last season. I've watched every season of that show. So that's kind of what I start thinking about when you think of spring cleaning. And one of the biggest things for spring, spring break. <laughs> Yes, spring break. The only spring break I ever went on, well, I think I went three times. I used to go to Freak Dick in Atlanta. Man, that was one of the greatest spring break adventures ever. You know, my my brother, he won. He, I told him, I was like, man, 
Because he was talking about it. He had been talking about it. I'm like, don't even talk to me about it until you show up and we just go. Because I don't want to hear about it. You know, don't talk about it, be about it. Seeing is believing. You know, I said all this stuff and I was giving him all this grief about going because I didn't think he was going to show up. So I'm sitting in my dorm room one late Friday night, just sitting there and, you know, watching TV. I hear a rap at my window. Oh, tapping it. I was on the first floor. So that was a little scary. I'm like, who at my window? And that's not what I said. I was a little bit expressive. Yes, Darian America Show back, y'all. WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. If you would like to be a part of the show, call me at 877-711-5611. Let me pitch this new game right quick before I go into the top 10 places, top 10 cheapest places for spring break. We're going to do a game next week because it goes along with what we're covering, but it's called Southside versus Northside versus Westside. So I am going to actually choose the most outrageous crime that is committed on one of these sides of the city. And all you have to do is simply guess which one it is. And if you guess right, there may be a prize in it for you. Because everybody always talk about, well, West Side is this, the South Side is this. We're going to find out. Because trust and believe, there are some bizarre crimes that go on in our city. And I'm just not a fan of you can blame it on one side versus the other. Because foolish is as foolish does. And it's a lot of foolishness that goes on instead. In Chicago. So let's get to it. Spring break is here, man. It's up. It's coming up. You know, kids are getting ready to go. Do you still celebrate spring break? Now, I'm, I mean, I'm telling my age. I used to go to Freaknik, and Freaknik has some good times, man. But do you still go out for your spring break? Do you take the kids? Is it more for them? Or is it for you? I mean, if you still celebrate spring break, that's fine. I would like to, but who got time? But I'm going to tell this, this uh, Freaknik story real quick. <laughs> Um, so me and my buddy, he came and got me. We go down there, and I mean, it's a party everywhere. The the city of Atlanta is hopping. I ain't never seen nothing like that, man. You, I mean, they shut down the expressways. It would get so crowded. Atlanta was the place to be for spring for uh, Freaknik for spring break. So we stumbled upon this hotel. You know, we just walking around. It means no point in trying to drive, and we ran into some some ladies and. It was a lot of ladies, and there was some dudes, and I guess a couple dudes was there too, but it was majority ladies. And they talked us into playing this game. So the game is called Sleepers. And I've, I'm kind of tempted not to give it all away, but look, I'm 45. If you, if you walk into this landmine now, you're foolish. So long story short, ladies blindfold me. They take me in the bathroom, spin me around, you know, like I'm about to play Pinatel on a donkey. And... Then they started asking me questions. So they're like, who the finest woman in the world to you? <laughs> Janet Jackson. Okay, you got Janet in the room with you. Mm, all right, but Janet here. So okay, well, you got Janet in the room. What's the first thing you take off? I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to take off my shoes. I take them off. Oh, so it's like that. So, you know, I'm trying to build up my, my courage and, you know, all right, well, I'm game. I'm in Atlanta. I'm a freak, Nick. I'm going to participate. Well, long story short, this series of questions go on. The name of the game is questions. And I'll just say <laughs> there were three women in the room when I started. And you can only imagine how that ended up with, you know, taking off stuff. And <laughs> so I'll just say that somewhere, in the land of Freaknikdom, there may be a video of yours truly 
not wearing everything he's supposed to be wearing. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Jackass. Okay. So the top 10 places for spring break. Number 10. <laughs> Number 10. Okay. Sanibel Island of Florida. Okay. They say for it to be one of the islands. And honestly, Florida kind of dominates this list. I don't know what's cheap about Florida. I mean, I don't think they pay state taxes there. But for me to get to Florida, it's going to cost a little bit. But, you know, Sanibel Island. Go on, on Sanibel Island and check out what they're talking about. I think they even said some of the hotels started 100 bucks a night. I guess that's cheap, but you can always go on Stony Island and get the $40 holler. <laughs> Why have people put this connotation on $40? I used to like $40. Now when you hear people say $40, I'll be like, can you add a 10 or something so it don't sound so bad? <laughs> All right. Number nine, Savannah, Georgia. I wouldn't think to go to Savannah for a spring break. You know, I mean, well, Georgia, anytime during school, during the college time, Georgia's fun. That's where Freaknik is. I mean, Atlanta. So I don't mind. I, I would go. I I would go. Atlanta, Georgia is a nice place to visit. I just don't want to live there. A lot of people are trying to. You should go move there. I don't want to go to, to Georgia. Number eight, and this one kind of caught me by surprise. San Diego. What's in San Diego? Why is that like, well, again, this is the top 10 cheapest locations. So I don't think anything in California is cheap, but I guess you can go take in a Padres game. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm still bitter towards the Padres from 1984. I'm upset. Cubs should have, that should have been the team that broke the curse. They had the team, man. And I had a chance to interview Daryl Evans, who was a member of the Detroit Lions of 1984. And he said they were waiting on the Cubs. They wanted the Cubs. They were licking their chops at getting at the Cubs because Detroit, I think they had the best record that year. And that's when getting in the playoffs in baseball was hard because you had the East and the West in both conferences. You had the National League, American League, East and West. And they just had to fight it out. And only two teams at the end was going to get there. So, but, um, yeah, Daryl Evans said they wanted the Cubs. And we, that's, that's the one, you know, when you think of series, I wanted that too. And these 2016 Cubs, I'm not mad at them. I mean, God bless them. I think God stepped in and saved them, that rain delay. But if I had a chance, and of course, these, this is barbershop talk. If I had a chance to take the 84 Cubs up against the 2016 Cubs, I'm putting my money on the 84 Cubs. I said it out loud. That's right. A lot of people like, who cares? <laughs> I care. Shoot. So, number seven on this list of top ten cheapest locations for spring break. Playa del Carmen, Mexico. How is anything going to Mexico cheap? But I can only assume that maybe once you get there, that the accommodations are affordable. You know, but I mean, honestly, I've always wanted to go to Tijuana, even though... I heard my archive ain't really received well in Tijuana, but that's what I heard. I'm not an expert at this. I'm only a few credits short of my travel degree. <laughs> but I don't know. I, 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 would, I would check that out. Playa del Carmen. Y'all like my, my, my Spanish accent? Playa del Carmen. Okay, number six on this list. Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I heard a lot of good things about Myrtle Beach. It's very relaxing. They say the 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 the, uh, the beaches, the sands are 
a real calming. And it just, it has that name. I mean, Myrtle. You know, we hear the name Myrtle. It's like you think of some little old white-haired lady baking cookies in her kitchen. So is the whole town receptive of Myrtle Beach, the title? Well, they ain't got no choice if they live in there. I mean, I don't think I want to call it Death Blow Beach, but Myrtle Beach. Number five, Daytona Beach. And of course, Florida makes another appearance. Man, just to go to Florida when it's, you know, the weather is decent versus what we deal with in Chicago, I would take any of these locations. But they're, they're saying that they are, you can be accommodated well. You spend your money and you get your money's worth. And that's number five, Daytona. I want to check that out. Maybe I'll scrape together a few coins and go. Number four, Key West, Florida. Anything Florida, it just sounds great. You know, I'm a little surprised that Miami ain't on this list. And yeah, I'll jump ahead a little bit. But Miami ain't really what you do for spring break. You do Miami, that's like grown break. That's summer break. And I'm actually, what started me going to school and getting back into this and wanting to do radio was the fact that I couldn't make a trip to Miami. And that kind of started the ball rolling off the top of the mountain. And I still can't go to Miami. All right. Um, number three, Panama City Beach, Florida. Anything Florida, just and beach attached to it. But I'm sorry, man. I'm a little worried about them, them tornadoes. I would be a little bit concerned. And you got to make sure you don't go during tornado season. I can't imagine tornado season would fall during spring break. But you can't tell the weather lady. <laughs> you can't tell Mother Nature to do what she does. I mean, if she feel like throwing a tornado at you at that time, you're going to be in it. Number two, South Padre Island, Texas. Now, I've heard about this. One of my roommates, when I was at Valparaiso, him and his buddies, they drove, drove to South Padre from Valparaiso. I can only imagine how that trip was. But they said they had a blast. I was sitting up in my dorm room. I'm glad Kiwan came and got me for Freaknik, but... I wasn't driving to South Padre Island. And the number one city on this list, drum roll please, because it shocked the crap out of me, New Orleans, Louisiana. Why did New Orleans shock me? Because New Orleans has also been linked to being one of the most dangerous cities in America. So this being one of the number one vacation spots for spring break, you go into one of the murder capitals. <laughs> Look, I, I do want to go to the Big Easy for, and I, I got buddies in New Orleans. I know they listening like, D-Silk, shut up. Um, Hey, that's, they said it's number one for spring break. So if you want to go there, go there. My point for touching all of this today was to just say, enjoy the spring, y'all. We have suffered and labored through the winter. It's been rough. Chicago's winters are always rough. But that which does not kill us can only make us stronger. And the more we seek out life and seek out to live life, definitely take that pursuit of liberty and happiness. Try it. Nothing beats a failure but a try. And if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> I'm kid on that, man. But for real, if you get a chance to do something for your spring break, enjoy your spring break. You've been listening to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. I will see you all next Saturday. Love you. We're done. And you've been listening to the Darien America Show, brought to you on WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. 
This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.